0: Hello and welcome to the Infinitive Podcast, brought to you by Podcast for Startups. Today we are joined by Miko Piranin from a company called Zapflow Solutions, a deal flow company. Welcome, Mikko. Uh,
1: thank you, Jonathan. Thanks for having me.
0: No problem. And what part of the world are you in, Miko, today?
1: Uh, I'm currently in Finland.
0: Oh, ah, nice, nice. So it's it's evening time there so it's I guess it's getting a little bit darker. Yeah yeah that's right it's in the middle of the winter so it it has
1: to be pretty dark at this at
0: this hour of the day. Yeah what are the temperatures? I mean did it go right down to um, right down to minus figures or Yeah yeah actually that's that's the case. It's been a warm winter so far but we still see some snow. Oh great super stuff. So, Miko, um, ZapFlow, first of all, tell me a little bit about your professional background.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, basically, uh it all started, if you could say, uh, about 20 years ago when I was still in the university and I, I thought I was going to be a software engineer. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I got introduced to to financing side, I got sucked in into the, stu- in the world of startups as well as uh, financing and um, forgot my uh, software engineer career and moved into more of the financing side. And um, I started by uh, advising other entrepreneurs in their growth financing related stuff like how to raise capital. Mm-hmm. Uh, how to do financial models, that sort of thing. Um, mm. Then I went ahead and became a, a CFO in one of uh, uh, one of the fastest growing mm. VC-backed companies back here in Finland, and and got to see what does the world look like if you are working in a company funded by VCs. Mm. What sort of pressures you see from that side, and. Uh, and then I was actually got uh, headhunted to run a, uh, a small boutique investment bank. Their ICD operations house, so basically acting as an m and advisor, selling companies to buyers. And from there on, or then there I moved to, to the corporate VC world, and and was actually one of the most active corporate VCs around here. And mm-hmm. uh, in those years, I was literally seeing hundreds of investment opportunities and closed more than about ten, I believe, twelve deals mm-hmm. in, the, in the course of those years. And. Uh, uh, it was actually in this this point of my career when I when I was facing problems and and struggling with uh, issues in the deal flow management side. And uh, I remember the one one Wednesday night my CEO asked me to put together a report on my own operations. Mm. Where does this deal stand? Uh, what sort of volumes have we seen? where do our deals come from? So I had to pull an online order to to put together that report and the, the following night I made a mock-up of a tool mm. that would would kind of, um, cover the the problems that I had and helped me in my daily operations and and this was like a really ugly PowerPoint with wireframes and workflows and, <laughs> work yeah. and uh, uh, the product name at the time was uh, was a funky deal flow ninja so <laughs> I used that as a as a working name and <laughs> uh, um, actually the the idea was uh, quite intriguing, so I ended up talking to first to ten investors and then to 30 investors and I told everyone a different pricing, different packaging for the product and uh, trying to find them um, the first. A version of the product, and I got I uh, got uh, uh, reassurance that uh, the market is not just in my head, but there is a real opportunity. Mm. And uh, yeah. then I re- <coughs> raised my my first funding round and took the leap of faith and and quit my job as the head of M&A and and started the company
0: about three years ago. Fantastic! And so uh, it sounds like a leap of faith, and of, and then of course you were you saw the problem so you were dealing with this problem day in day out and you put that problem and you, you found a solution like every startup should do it's all about problem solving uh, and so you know deal flow of course it's let's say geared towards you know lps and vcs etc um is that the kind of the, the area you're looking at or is it is it kind of more private equity or what way are you working it
1: uh, so um, basically the, the philosophy uh, or the vision that I have and the mission is to serve uh, uh, buy-side teams. And those, those buy-side teams we started from the GP world in the private equity space, mm-hmm. as well as uh, corporate VCs to, to some extent, some small family offices. So basically anyone who has assets to invest, irrespective of the legal structure, they have assets to invest. And if you have assets, you will always have more opportunities than you have capability or will to invest, and uh, that's that's the area that we are mm-hmm. we are targeting, and it's very specific niche of people, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we have customers now in in more than 30 countries all over the world, and it's it's funny to see that. If you take an investor from New Zealand or California or Finland or South Africa, the, mm. the dynamics are very similar. The team sizes are very similar. The problems mm. are similar. The decision making is similar. So, in, in that sense, it's a it's a very specific group of people. Mm. And um, just to give you a kind of a, some etymology on the on the company name, so I, I was trying to find like every entrepreneur one of the <laughs> one of the fun parties to try to think for the name. Yes, and uh, and uh, I remember that fall when I was doing this, I, I thought that Zaflo would be a good name, but it was reserved by a, by a German uh, music band. And uh, during this two, week, two weeks period when I was looking for the name, it actually expired from them. So I was <laughs> able to acquire, <laughs> acquire it. And, and there is a story also because Zap is kind of to, to energize or to kill. Hmm. And investors are killing deals and yeah. flow, of course, stands for deal flow and workflow. So it's basically about
0: energizing your workflow as an investor. Absolutely. And that's certainly evident in in what you're on offer, because it's the three products you have there are deal flow, portfolio reporting and analyst services. So, you know, they're all fundamental to deal flow when it comes to investors and VCs working on their their, their incoming, let's say, deals. What uh, are they all incorporated into one package when, let's say, an investor team signs up to your to your platform?
1: Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the way. And uh, actually, we just made a soft launch for our fourth product uh, a few days ago. We mm-hmm. haven't still made it uh, the marketing efforts yet, but the ho- soft launch was, yeah, and it's called the Zavlow Explorer, which uh, saves like hours and hours of analyst time for, for uh, finding similar companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we now to actually have four products, and uh, I would say that every single customer of hours they use the deal flow module because that's essentially the, the lifeblood of any investing team. You need it to deploy capital and you need it need, need to, to justify yourself to your own investors. That is the LP side of, of the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that, that you could say that all of our customers use that. And then these other products that we have, they are uh, add-on modules to the platform. So you know, once you use the analyst services and and finding companies and, and repo, getting reports from your portfolio companies, but uh, the usage of those varies.
0: Yeah, of course. And these are all additions to your platform that are coming down. Are they coming on your platform, let's say, in 2020 or have you any specific time that you're going to, let's say, have a harder launch for these? Uh,
1: No, that's actually going to happen this week, the the hard launch for that. So uh, basically what we do is that we... Uh, we release it first and, and test it with a couple of uh, customers, a uh, couple of prospective customers to get the initial feedback, fine to the messaging. And,
0: and once we have that, then we make the full-fledged uh, uh, marketing campaign for this. Very good. We'll be looking out for that from here. So, of course, now you've, you mentioned earlier and um, you've, you know, hundreds of customers now across 30 countries. So for anyone, let's say, in the startup area that's listening I and mean, you know how does a company established 2016 you know how have you got such a global reach um to this to this day? is it just you know is it paid advertising or what is it is it is it summits that you're going to or how you how you where's your lead generation coming from
1: um, that's a very good question and mm. uh i'd say that uh, it boils down to the to the Extremely focused strategy that we have uh, Mm. uh, as the company. So uh, we have a very, very homogenous target audience. So, uh, and these people want to be found. So, uh, if you're looking for a VC, you you will not have trouble finding the the names and and addresses and all Mm. of that. And, but on so that's kind of uh, gives you access to the customers from the marketing. But uh, actually to have the penetration so that the customers actually end up buying the platform, it means that uh, we are addressing their pains in the way that they are willing to pay for. And uh, we see this time and time again that uh, you can take any investing team uh, if you are investing or you plan to raise your funds. Zapflow is a valuable tool for you. Hmm. For if you are not such a team or person, zapflow is completely useless for you. Hmm. So I'd say that it's the it's the laser focus of uh, solving uh, painful problems from a very specific group of customers. So then the 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 marketing as well as sales and referrals mm. and network effect starts kicking in and about uh, your specific question about the, the mm. marketing or sales methods uh, one of the things I'm pretty excited is about is that uh, in these three years uh, we have never seen a single customer in person before they came a customer so. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, so we have been able to to win some huge Fortune 500 companies and pharma companies, uh, uh, GPs who have tens of tens of billions under management. Mm. We have managed to convince them to put their very critical uh, yeah. and sensitive deal flow information on our platform, and all of this has happened without, uh, you know, live live meetings with the customers before they buy. So, so this is a a a testament to the to the modern
0: way of uh, being able to sell remotely, uh, advertise digitally, yeah. sell remotely, and
1: convince also over Skype or over Zoom or whichever tool our customers want to use.
0: Mm. Very impressive business model, Miko, because that's the way the world is working. I mean, it's getting smaller and smaller. And of course, now in terms of traveling and jumping on airplanes and stuff, it's all to be done away with if you can avoid it, because not only is it expensive, but it's 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 equally expensive on the environment. So you're 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 kind of getting the two birds with one stone in that in that front.
1: Exactly. There was a very interesting uh, piece of article about the. Well, of course, everybody knows the the mm-hmm. environmental impact of flights, but uh, there there was this. Um, documentary about the carbon footprint of, of companies. And I was laughing to myself that we are a 14 team members company and we took last year we took uh, two international flights. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is locally. So, so those are like uh, very small amounts of uh, traveling yeah for a, a such a global rich company
0: like ourselves absolutely and it will come down to that at some stage people will start looking inward as to how their companies are reflecting on global warming etc and footprints so i think you're you're leading the charge on that front so yeah. so you're hq'd in finland um you know where do you see yourself let's say in the next five years are you hoping to stay in finland or will you let's say broaden your spectrum when it comes to, um, you know, having partnerships or having different offices, you know, regionally or globally, or or will, or will you stay put in, in Finland, or what's your, what's your plan?
1: Uh, Finland is a fantastic place to mm. start your business. Mm. There is a lot of uh, factors that will keep us uh, headquartered in Finland, basically, mm. for the foreseeable future. Uh, the the legislation environment is very good. There is good uh, public support. There mm-hmm. is uh, safe safe schools and safe environment for the employees. We actually have employees from eight different nationalities, which is quite quite interesting. That we have managed to attract international talent also here. Fantastic. So I'd say that the, the the kind of a heart of Zaflo is going to remain here for a long time yeah. Uh, when it comes to uh, local presence. So uh, it is mainly related to uh, serving, uh, giving close customer support for, for uh, important regions. And we all actually already have boots on the ground in Tel Aviv in Israel, as yeah. well as Boston in the US, which are huge financial markets or huge markets for us. And uh, I, I envision having these sorts of satellites uh, uh, in in other areas as well. And uh, but I, but according to to the to the how should I say the our philosophy, I don't see us having like a brick and mortar huge offices. It's mm-hmm. it's more like having. Uh, it's more important to be kind of a uh, nearby than in a in a fancy building or so. So mm-hmm. I, I envision that the. The main office, if you will, will will remain here, and, and maybe we, our uh, uh, my colleagues working in, we work or some other co co working spaces when they need
0: to. Yeah, absolutely. Finland is is yeah. certainly raising raising interest now, of course, because I think it was. Did I read somewhere it's there? You're talking about doing a four day week, or is this something that I I read correctly? Uh, that they are trying to implement the yeah. government, which is fantastic. I mean, that's that's. That's really
1: cool. Uh, so the, yeah. So that's like uh, uh, the, there is, of course, some uh, opinions, pros and pro against and pro mm. such a thing. And mm. this proposal was made by the by the uh, one of the youngest prime minister in the world, and at least uh, from the uh, yeah. uh, at least the youngest female uh, prime minister. In any case, uh, she made this uh, kind of. Uh,
0: yeah, it's one I'm way to say it's
1: a declaration. So, so whether it will be a reality, who knows? But yeah. uh, that's the that's the kind of a direction.
0: Absolutely. Well, that's one way of attracting talent. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, regarding let's say your customer feedback, um, and of course we both know. I mean that's your it's your greatest tool when it comes to market research. Uh, what's the feedback you're getting from your customers that are utilizing Zapplow at the moment, or what are what what, what comments are they making?
1: Yeah, so this is something that uh, I, I took from, from my many, many years working with other entrepreneurs without being an entrepreneur myself. Mm. It's like you should, you should not stay in your, in your office and try to think what the customer wants, but instead you should kind of uh, uh, ask what they want. And uh, what, what I, I usually tend to do is that I also uh, show them something that doesn't exist and then ask whether they think it makes sense, and and that's the way I got started. So, uh, I made a before uh, my developers writing a single line of code. I had spent hours and hours and hours with with potential customers to, to get their feedback on the concept, and uh, basically for the last for the first three to four months of the company history uh, mm-hmm. we started or, or we got some feedback about customers that okay i, I would like to see this this in that uh, feature on the on the platform and uh, after that uh, basically everything that our customers request already are on our roadmap mm-hmm. so we are developing and we have a good backlog of uh, development uh, areas and that we prioritize based on the feedback that we get from the customers that if they if many customers request the same thing, then it's probably valuable mm-hmm. And on the other hand, when we get an idea then we, we toss around it with one of uh, or, or a bunch of our customers to hear their initial thoughts and and this way, I'm happy to say that anything that you see in the platform, has been validated by customers before it has been developed so
0: so this is the way to go fantastic in, so in my opinion anyways yeah it sounds like you have a busy team so you mentioned you're 14 um in the team so i would imagine it's quite a busy office have you any plans let's say for additional personnel or or how is that on that front how is your talent acquisition going
1: uh, absolutely so we have we plan to double the headcount in the next uh one or or 12 to 14, 12 to 18 months Fantastic. and uh, we're growing fast and uh we currently have openings in the development area as well as customer success management areas and uh, one of the things i'm pretty excited is that when when we post a, a job uh or make a job posting mm. we get like uh very high quality applicants from all corners of the world. Mm. So the combination of uh, Finland plus, plus SaaS plus venture capital or private equity as an industry, uh, it's surprisingly attractive for not only finance professional, but also we get, uh, believe it or not, we get like software developers who are excited about venture capital. And,
0: and that's, of course, good. Very good. No problems in that area. So you've achieved so much, as we mentioned, Miko, and as I mentioned since since two thousand sixteen, is there one particular achievement that kind of makes you smile the most? Uh, yeah, it's a, so a toughie. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: so there 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 are there there are a couple and. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything that comes to my mind is related to to winning a customer so of yeah. course there was the first customer Absolutely. i won and the biggest customer i won and the first win pack i won so they are related to winning customers but on a on a personal level the uh, one of the uh, but nicest things that has happened is that uh, in the earliest days uh, there was this one com- one employee who was working in the company but had to had to go, mm. and uh, even after even after that he has been investing his own cash into the company, which is like a like a nice nice uh, way of uh, saying that we are on the right track.
0: Absolutely, and it sounds like you're on the right track, Miko, from talking to you for. Early stage kind of founders and in startup industry that are listening, you know, what's what's the piece of advice you would like them to hear? Because it's you know, you you've been there, Miko, you've you've started in 2016 and now you've now we're in four years later, you're still going. So, what's the one piece of advice you give to startups that are listening?
1: So uh, the experienced founders and entrepreneurs know this, mm-hmm. and I know everybody hears this from from Every source, if you are looking into literature or or blogs or podcasts, everybody keeps talking to, to about the importance of uh, being with customers. Mm. And uh, I, I don't want to sound like a boring old guy, but that is really true. Mm. If you if you spend time with the customers, you you will be better, and uh, you will make better decisions. And, and uh, yeah, yeah I, I think that's the that's the one one yes. big thing I'd like
0: everybody to take away. Totally agree, Miko. And, um, you know, I want to I want to thank you now for 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 partaking in this particular podcast. I think it's going to be it'll, it'll be great for VCs and startups to listen in because, of course, you kind of quantify everything that they're all trying to achieve. So thank you again, Miko, for partaking and uh, we'll keep an eye on you guys and we look forward to speaking with you in the near future.
1: Absolutely, thanks for having me. And uh, uh, wish you, you you guys good luck in, in in whatever your
0: plans are. Thank you very much, Miko. Good talking to you. Okay, thank you.
1: Bye bye. Good talking to you, Jordan. Bye bye. Bye bye.